Hey there, leader. Today, today is August 20th, and today we're going to be talking about mentoring, why you need it, how to get it, and how to use it. On this day in history, August 20th, 1974, President Gerald Ford took the office after resigning Richard Nixon, left office after the Watergate scandal. Uh, We're not going to talk right now about how important this is. We'll reference it back um, because we're going to move right into level setting on our today's topic. Today's topic is mentoring and mentorship. And Randy, why don't we go ahead and get started and let's level set. Mentoring is really about the act or the process of helping others less experienced than you in a certain facet of your life or maybe even life in general. So it's helping someone through... Uh, something specific, or even something as general as just life. So is it, is it guidance? Is it feedback? What is it? I mean, or is it, is it a process? Is it a, is it a moment in time? It's a process. Mentoring is something that takes time, and it takes investment on both parties, and both have to be willing. Otherwise, mentoring won't be effective. The key thing being willing. You can't court order somebody into mentoring. <laughs> you would know. You've been court ordered into many God things. God dang it, you beat me to the joke. <laughs> so the question really is, why do we need mentors, Jim? Uh, well, the obvious answer is that um, we all have blind spots. Mm. Except me. I've looked thoroughly. No blind spots found. <laughs> That's why you have that big dark spot on the right side. I keep running into things. I don't know why. Yeah. I call the dark spot Philip. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the blind spots are a big thing. And you can't achieve whatever it is you're after, your next level, without finding someone who's associated with you both personally or, or professionally, either professionally or personally, who can help you fuss, suss out those those blind spots Mm -hmm. and it's tough because you can convince yourself of many things and without getting and we'll talk a little bit more we'll probably have another whole podcast about feedback Mm -hmm. but without feedback trusted feedback that you're willing to receive you're going to struggle so you want to get past those blind spots well and you hit on something too that we'll we'll touch on later feedback and criticism there's a difference you want feedback you need feedback you look at Tom Brady, anybody at the professional level. You look at Michael Phelps, anybody. Eh, at the, Tom Brady. Uh, well, yeah, I can't pick anybody from Cleveland. Jim. No, nobody. Man. They clearly don't listen. No, but um, you, you, they have coaches. Tom Brady had someone better than him at football. Think about that. Tom Brady had someone better at him than being a quarterback along the way, that showed him everything that they knew, so Tom could be that much better. Yeah. Same thing with Michael Phelps and his swimming, right? They're they're coaches in our lives, if you will, and they can help us with specific tasks or career fields or just life in general. Somebody that has more experience than you that you want to glean that benefit from. I have a good story, and when I tell this, and it's from a friend of mine, and we'll call him Chris with air quotes around it. Hi, Chris. He tells tells this great story about going, he's standing there with his two, you know, uh, late teenage daughters, early 20s, and he says... If you walked outside and found a book with all the answer to life's questions in it, would you pick it up and read it? They said, yes, of course. And they said, why in the hell won't you listen to me? Yeah. And, you know, this is a chance for them to get real mentorship, to get real, you know, and there's teenage kids and it's your dad, you're not going to listen. But it's a real chance to find a coach isn't necessarily somebody who's better at it than you. 
But they've been there. They have the experience. They have the gained wisdom to show you alternate paths, to show you the blind spot. Well, and we, we say that joke, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. <laughs> People with experience can tell you, if anything else, how not to do something. Yeah. Look, I don't know what will work in that situation. What I can tell you is don't do this. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're going to test your, you know, stun gun, don't stick your finger no, in it. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's stories for that, too. <laughs> well, the important part, I think, is, is about growth. Why you need mentorship, I think, centers around, you know, identifying those blind spots, getting those coaches into your life to make you a better, you know, air quotes, player. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's about the growth. Everybody gets stuck. And some people get stuck in their career. Some people get stuck in life. And it's like you're moving along and you come up against this step in front of you. Imagine, you know, if you've got a step that's as tall as you are tall. And you walk up to it and you go, huh, there's a wall here. Well, actually, it's, it's a step up to a higher level that if you could just have somebody help you see over it, you could extend yourself and go over it the problem is is we hit that wall and we turn around and go in the other direction until we hit that same wall yeah two years down the and road and we go why the heck do people keep putting walls in that's right and, and again that's that blind spot yeah. because you don't know it's there so other than, than the blind spot and growth and coaches there are other good reasons for mentoring and why you need it isn't just to identify the blind spots and grow oh that's important whatever i'm kidding of course it is very important um <laughs> The thing is, is that there's a, the, I think it was Sun Microsystems and Gartner did a study a while back, and I don't know the year, but they did a study. It was a while on, back because Sun Microsystems doesn't exist anymore, Jim. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. But Sun Microsystems, back before you were born, <laughs> when we used to run our computers with candles, um, it did a, did a, a thing box. with Gartner, did a study with Gartner, and they found that people who were, ment- who were mentees, mm-hmm had a 25% salary grade change mm-hmm. rate, where those in the control group who were not mentored had a 5%. Alternatively, the mentors had a 28% uh, salary grade change, meaning upward mobility, yeah. whereas the control group was the same as the previous one, which was 5%. And as well as the mentees were promoted five times more frequently, or frequently than the control group. Yeah. Plus their retention rate was 47% in the study, whereas those not in it was in the mid-20s. Well, there, you talk about employee engagement, too. If you have an effective mentoring program, it deepens people's involvement in work. It also deepens your involvement with, uh, with management, if you Spreads the will. culture. It does. It, it, nothing spreads the culture faster than mentoring, by the way. And it, it has to scale. Like, you can't have one person mentor everybody. But the whole mentor, the mentee, and then it's that whole, I do, I do, you watch, you do, I watch, you do. Yeah. Right? And then you get enough people going through that. Um, and, and even though I mentor a lot of people, and I have people that are in formal mentoring programs with me as well as informal, um, I'm still being mentored. Yeah. I, I plan to do Same it my here. whole life. My, right? It's, myself it, too. It, you, once you get into it and you realize, okay, this is helpful, um, and the statistics alone you rattled off should give anybody with math skills in the slightest degree. Math is hard. It, it is, yeah. Uh, those, those uh, good thing they're not decimal points. Right, or a fraction, That's God right. forbid. Yeah. It's terrifying. But just those double digits to move your needle in your career or in life, who wouldn't want to do that with just the simple addition of one person that you're speaking to regularly? Yeah. 
Exactly. So I've, I've decided that I'm going to get some mentoring, Randy. Mm. Right? So I'm in, in the reason I've decided. Court ordered or? No, <laughs> no the normal kind. Oh, okay. The normal. The normal. Okay. <laughs> My probation officer is not involved in this whatsoever. Lovely bracelet. I love how it flashes. <laughs> Does that stay on your ankle all yeah. the time? <laughs> it shocks you when you take it off. <laughs> Court ordered, uh, you know, home confinement aside, I've decided. And by the way, for those listening, I have not been ordered. <laughs> I'm not under arrest or anything like that. Not officially. You just stop. Yeah, not, not officially. <laughs> so I'm but he want, is willing to learn. I, I'm willing to learn. I need to get some mentoring. Mm-hmm. I have come to the moment in my life. I need to get mentored. How do I get mentored? Well, How do I find a mentor? You have to, as the mentee, you have to select your mentor very carefully, right? And to do that, one... You, Unless it's just, I don't know what I want. I just know I don't want this, right? Even that is a place to start. But you look for someone who has made it to the level at which you think they are successful in whatever that is. Someone who has made it in life, made it in the job field you're in, made it to the security level that you think that they need to be. So that's first and foremost. Are they at the level that you would want to be or in a stage of life that you're like, I want to be there? That's the first question. Okay. The second one is, are they the right person to mentor you? And how do I, how do I get there? I mean, I know everybody's got their, their baggage, right? For mm-hmm. lack of a better term, or their personality traits. How do I, as a mentee, l- narrow that down? Well, hopefully, <clears throat> they're already mentoring people. You know, if, yeah. if you look at them and, and like they're not already doing it, Chances are you might not want to be the first one, you know, uh, but again, you just need to establish some clear uh, guiding principles for yourself and for them. Um, they have to be willing to do it and they have to know what being a mentor is. If they don't know what being a mentor is, it's dangerous ground. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> because you're giving them the right to speak into your life and to alter the trajectory. It's like giving someone the the ability to sit at the console of the rocket you're going to launch and letting them change the parameters of the trajectory of those thrusters that could conceivably send it way off course or crashing and burning to the ground. So tremendous trust is placed in the mentor by the mentee. So what, you're, what I hear you telling me is I have to trust the, 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 men, the mentor that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. I have to, well, first we've got to find out if they're available. They've got to, they've got to have credentials experience and credentials that is relevant to what i'm looking for i I think also they have to be well clearly willing Mm -hmm. and i think there's a personality element to being a mentor that has to be there they have to be somebody who's willing to be vulnerable with their their mentee yeah because a big part of being a mentor is sharing your experiences you have to tell people let me tell you about a time i screwed up so bad Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why you should avoid it, right? Or a decision I made, why you should stay away from it. And it's rarely flattering. Well, and the mentor has to have a strong moral compass. And, and think about this. If you look at uh, Star Wars, for example, you look at... Dar- All of my life decisions are based know, on yeah. Star Trek, not <laughs> Star Wars. I just want to make it clear at this moment. But if you look at like Darth Sidious and Anakin, right... The whole purpose, if you look, Darth Sidious killed his mentees, 
Right? He went around killing them when they lost their... Didn't Anakin kill a bunch of little Jedi? He students? did too, yeah. One see, of these people are no, good role models. That's right, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You have to have a strong moral compass, especially when you start considering if maybe if you're mentoring people of the opposite sex or other things, you know, that, that, that no one is going to be taken advantage of yeah. in the mentor-mentee relationship. Just like you wouldn't expect... Uh, we are hear horror, horror stories of it about coaches taking advantage of players. The good coaches <clears throat> don't take advantage of players. You know, it's interesting because when I when I do mentoring with people, I am explicit and I will say, I am not Jim, the you know such and such in this organization. I am Jim, your mentor, and I'm going to tell you things that you need to do, and I am not going to exert any influence whatsoever beyond what is professionally acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so I will say, Jim the, Jim, the person says, you should go do this. But when, if that doesn't work, don't come back to me as the officer of the company and say, Jim, why didn't it work? Mm-hmm. There's got to be a, an amount of trust there between the two that this is, just, this is just lies with the mentee. I'm here to provide advice. I'm here to provide opinion and experience. But the decision to move forward and the responsibility of the outcome ultimately lies with the mentee. Agree. Um, The mentee has to be open-minded and has to be self-critical. And here's what you need to know. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured. When you're injured, you have to stop what you're doing because you are injured and it's going to take you off the field, if you will. When you get hurt, you experience a moment of pain. And that pain will quickly subside. Like in like in soccer, when the guys in the World Cup fall down and ride them out, right, yeah, their legs yeah, have been amputated, right. but pop right back up. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. not them. But but uh, you look at being hurt. A, a mentor is going to say a things flesh to wound. you. <laughs> Sorry. It's, you. That's a Monty Python reference <laughs> for all of you under the age of forty. Um, anyway, um, when you are when you are hurt. Um, and, and, a, and a mentor is going to hurt you with their feedback. It's, it's not going to be pleasant, but it's going to make you better. Same thing with coaches. Um, you know, they're going to give you feedback that doesn't necessarily feel good. And there's a fine line between feedback and criticism. Criticism injures you, which is why when I do my leadership mentoring, you have to know the difference between right. feedback and criticism because bearing up under both is what you must be able to do, and you have to be discerning on both. But as far as for mentors, if you're being asked to mentor, you really have to develop your mindfulness. Um, you have to be, be able to look at people with fresh eyes and, and try to get rid of some of your biases. Uh, for example, if you're stagnated in your own career and you're looking to go to the next level, and maybe it's a senior level, look for the opportunity to mentor others. I cannot tell you how wonderful it is. I had somebody tell me here recently, you know, hey, Randy, you're a great mentor. And I said, well, I'm the sum total of all the people I've mentored because everybody I mentor, I learn something from. The mentor gets as much out of it Absolutely. as the mentee. And some of the people that I've mentored, I no longer work with, but I still talk to on a regular basis. Yep. Uh, a friendship, a natural friendship typically develops sometimes, not all the time, uh, but also in seasons of life. Yeah. We, we, you know, we really didn't address how to get it. Mm-hmm. If you're in an organization that doesn't have a mentorship program, I think you, if you're an intelligent, you know, somebody who wants to move forward and you think mentorship is for you, you want to be mentored, I think you need to identify somebody and go and ask. 
And I have to tell you, the first time somebody came to me, and it was years ago, came to me and said, hey, this is going to sound weird, but I'm looking for a mentor, and I think you're the guy. And I I was honored, flattered, and and I took the the request very seriously. What I'm I'm telling everybody who listens to our podcast, all 12 of you, Thir- 13 now. 13 now. Yeah, my yeah. cousin in New York said, you know, no, I'm just 14 kidding. with my yeah, mom. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, listening is that go ask. Uh-huh. You know, it takes a little bit of vulnerability. It takes a little bit of, of guts to go and ask somebody who's more experienced, a little bit older or whatever, more mature than you, to go and say, I want a mentor. And Put here's that uh, what cru- I want crucial on. conversation uh, book to use, exactly. right? You're, you're going to go ask for something hard. Uh, yeah, from somebody. So. Okay, so let's talk about you've gotten your mentor. Um, so I've gone to Skeletor and I've said, will you be my mentor so I could be the world's greatest villain? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know it was in the 80s. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> I know how old That's I am. That's a He-Man Randy. reference, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Masters of the Masters Universe. Masters Okay. Yeah, 80s. Actually. How do I... What's the best way to use a mentorship? How do I use a mentorship? Well, some of that's real-world situations, right? Where you take maybe a real-world situation and you say, I'm facing this. Typically, the mentor will give you an example. You know, years ago, I had a wonderful mentor. His name was Paul Fuller, and, and he's since you- passed away. Um, but he, he sat down. This was in church leadership and nonprofit leadership uh, issue. And he said, now, Randy, he goes, I want you to know, when we talk to this couple about this situation, the first response is always anger. He said, they're going to be angry, and they're going to be angry at you, and they're going to be angry at me, but you just need to know we need to walk them through their anger and be prepared for it. And I was so thankful for that as a new church leader to walk into that because they were, they did give anger. And we did walk them through it, and the result was wonderful. It was a tremendous blessing. It turned around. He laid the groundwork for you to be able to receive that anger and handle it appropriately. He did. And, you know, if he hadn't done that, being the type of person that I am as an eight on the Enneagram, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an eight with an eight wing. Angry so, at me. I'll what? show you anger Hulk yeah. smash. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, especially tempering that, you know, the, the good side of an eight, trying to be a good eight. He allowed me and gave me forewarning so I could do that at a young age. And that's really what mentors are going to do. They're going to say, look, you're going to approach this, and when you do, you're going to see this, and it's natural to feel this, and you can get through it. So let's, let's slice this in two different pieces. There's the mentee and the mentor. Let's talk about the mentee. So the mentee, which you just hit with, the, with your mentor giving you the anger advice. As the, as the mentee, how do I use this? I think it's important that you learn to be open to feedback. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to incorporate that into your into your soul, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. You have to be able to view put it, it into practice. Well, you got to be able to put it into practice and and to know if it works. You don't know unless you try it. I mean, I I uh, I actually had somebody a, a new mentor in my life introduced just today, mentoring me on a on a particular skill that I know tomorrow I'm going to get to use that skill, and we'll see if it bears any fruit. And that's the other thing. Your mentoring relationship will bear fruit if it doesn't get out of it. You know, it's, it's funny you say that. I, work, I worked with somebody who's a, men, a mentee of mine, and I said, you're kind of an asshole. Mm. Was that me? <laughs> well, that was a different time. Totally so. different time. Sorry. Yeah, I've totally, heard that before. Totally different I, asshole. Yeah, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> Howard Johnson's right about Billy Johnson being right. And what, watching the emotions play across this person's face, mm. 
and I gave feedback and it was direct and I did it for a reason because mm-hmm. I knew it would have impact, mm-hmm. but I, I did it for a reason so they could go through it and assess and I could also assess whether or not they could take that a feedback. And instead of going, what do you, well, I will try and leave swear words out of it. What do you mean I'm not, I'm an asshole? Instead they said, can you tell me more? Mm. Can you tell me more? And they took a deep breath and I saw them doing that and I thought, okay, we're going to have a good mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. A teachable they're, spirit. They're ready to do it. Now, granted, this person was kind of abrasive, and I, I don't normally take that approach from most people. I'm much more gentle. But this one needed to hear it. <laughs> yeah, people are like, I'm not asking Jim to mentor me. <laughs> yeah. no. well, well, the mentor is, is an experience. A mentor, you know what they can take. And here's the thing. A teachable spirit. You have to have, as a mentee, a teachable spirit. You have to be able to put yourself in that little bit of a subservient place to receive that. Yes. And that takes trust. So when we're back trust. to trust that's and vulnerability. Right. Here that's, we go. That's right. and it's almost like that. we planned this. Oh, look at that. Everything <laughs> progresses in a podcast. Well, Jim, we are at 20 minutes. And oh, yeah. uh, I think it's about time to wrap this up. One of the things somebody told me once was when I was talking about what's important in a podcast, and I said, it's consistency is important. Mm. Beginning and our end are this day in history, how we introduce ourselves. That's just as important as in your mentor-mentee relationship. It should be regular. It should be consistent. Your cadence. cadence. You should set an agenda. You should set all sorts of things that pertain to what you want to gain out of it. Check your goals and be consistent with it. The feedback should be consistent. The questions should be consistent. Your meetings, everything in it. That's an important part of of mentor-mentee relationship. The last thing I'll say is that the mentor-mentee relationship, being mentored and mentoring somebody, whichever one you decide, do or both, and I, I wholly encourage both, is one of the most fulfilling things you'll get in your professional, even in Absolutely. your personal life, but in your professional career. I cannot, cannot support enough people doing this for organizations creating programs that have mentorship in it uh, and being involved in it. And if you have questions, certainly reach out to Jim and myself. We're happy to help you with advice, guidance, and point you in the right direction. Well, time is a great gift and worthy of careful investment, and we have had 22 minutes of your time. We're so thankful for it. My name is Randy Fields. I'm Jim Desmond. You guys keep leading.